Hey, everybody, hey and welcome back to the Speak Out Loud podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, almost. Yes, we're, we're almost there. We're almost there, and we are excited to celebrate it. You know, when we are empty nesters now, and so anytime we get to a holiday like this, and we know we have family coming in and our daughter's coming home for the holiday, it's always extra special and extra yes. exciting. I mean, it's... It's good that we have a week and a half because I don't want to, you know, rush everything. But at the same time, if it was um, tomorrow, I would be so excited because, you know, I'm the mom who stands on the front porch on the stairs. And when the girls pull up, I run out to the car. I'm that mom. So like it or not, that's me. And so we we're just looking forward to it. Something that's kind of funny about us is that we don't really eat turkey. We don't. I do. Well, the I girls like and I like ham, and then we kind of do like a roast with like caramelized onions instead. Um, I don't know, just just something a little bit different um, that our family does that we didn't mean to do different. We just don't really. So for other non-traditional holiday um, uh, menu items and topics, mm-hmm. Tune into the Speak Out Loud podcast. So a new branch for us. But uh, more than anything, we just we want to say happy Thanksgiving yeah. to everybody out there. We know that the next few days ahead are busy, they're full, but we really do hope that uh, you have a a great Thanksgiving season. And we also know, Stace, that navigating the holidays can be difficult at times. Uh, for those that struggle with mental illness mm-hmm. um, for a number of reasons, whether it be in your case, you know, we've we've wrestled with this for years. You have holidays, particularly Thanksgiving, that is so focused on food and meals. Well, how you know, how does that play out for you as um, struggling with an eating disorder? Mm-hmm. And so we've had to find ways to celebrate the holidays, celebrate with our family, our daughters, but also kind of just decentralize this I don't know, idolization of food, mm-hmm. you know, around Thanksgiving. And so we've we've found ways to make it really special. And I know that's been part of your journey, um, has been doing that. One thing we're going to be doing is um, in December, we're going to be sharing an episode that is solely focused on navigating the holidays. So particularly with a Christmas focus and maybe a New Year's focus, we're going to be interviewing a friend of ours who's also a therapist here in Oklahoma City, her name's Deanna James, so be looking for that episode coming out in a few weeks. And so we're going to really spend that time and that focus on navigating the holidays. But today, we just wanted to spend a few minutes. Um, today's not going to be a long episode. We wanted to talk about Thanksgiving particularly and the importance and the power, I think, of thankfulness and gratitude as part of recovery. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. Stacy, I just wanted to ask you, how have you seen that impact kind of play out in your recovery, this concept of thankfulness, gratitude, even in those hard moments when maybe it's really hard because you feel bad and your mind feels bad to find something to be thankful for? It's almost like I feel so guilty in this way about like, you know, I have so, so much. I have everything I could ever want. Um, or need. My mind um, wants to strip me of all that joy that um, can come with the things and the people in my life. And one thing that I've really found is that if I will choose relationships over the addiction, choose relationships over the pain, over the fear, um, those things seem to lessen a little bit. 
it's not like they go away. Fear not. <laughs> They're still there uh, at the end of the day, unfortunately. Um, and fortunately, in the way that God uses it to keep me close to him. But I do think that when I choose other people and choose relationships over all of the things that my mind is screaming, even if it's just one meal at a time or one one um, effort, mental illness or not, just focusing on other people has always been a benefit for me. It's always been something that has taken my mind to a different place, a better place. And so I really want to encourage you if you are likely to experience more depression, more memories, more difficulties, more stress, more anxiety um, around food, around people, uh, family can be a huge trigger just past situations with family, present situations, things that you know are to come can really be hard. And so if I look into the situation and kind of go, okay, I know this is what I can expect. I'm not trying to be a downer or anything like that, but this I know about our situation when we all come together or when I'm with this particular family member or friend during the holidays, I can make a plan. And I can plan to have an escape or plan to, you know, for example, go for a walk, take a break, breathe. Um, but no matter what, to just keep pushing myself to just go, okay, you're here, you're in the moment. You can experience the gratitude and the thankfulness that all of this season brings, but also pull away sometimes, take care of myself so that that way I can pour into other people. Uh, and take my mind off of some of those things that are so difficult to think about, sometimes around past memories, um, things that we might um, have experienced. Yeah, holidays can be great, but they can also be really hard Mm -hmm. because they're, like you said, there's memories, there's expectations. There's all all these expectations, right? We see all the commercials, whether it's about Thanksgiving or Christmas, and it always presents, you know, this kind of perfect, idealized setting. And none of us live in that world. I mean, none of us live with families that are perfect. None of us live in perfect situations, whether it be, you know, the cost of things this year is high, so it's, there's extra stress around that. Maybe there's things we can or can't have. There's people maybe we can't be with. And I think with mental illness, maybe there's people that don't understand or people that... Um, aren't accepting of what you're going through, or like you said, are, are possibly sources of trauma and triggers from the past. And so we know all those things can be hard. So so there's really, again, we talk all the time about we're sharing out of our journey and we're not prescribing something on you as a therapist or as a doctor. And that's certainly not something we're saying now, but I do think whatever your celebrations look like over the next week to 10 days, moving into Christmas, um, if you can find something, even if it's just pausing in the morning, pausing in some alone time for you, and find something to be thankful for, to share gratitude for, uh, I think it's a good principle that it does relieve some of that pain, anxiety, maybe depression you're going through. It's not it's not going to solve it all, but it's certainly a, a positive step and a good step you can take. You know, one of the things we were talking about before we came on was just that old saying, fake it till you make it. And so often, I think what that means a lot of times is do it until you feel like doing it. So, you know, if we wait to be thankful or to express gratitude, even if it's in the quietness of our own hearts, 
even if, if it's in a moment of meditation, even if it's in a moment of prayer to God, if we um, wait till we just feel like it to express thanks or gratitude, many times we won't because the feeling's not going to be there. Sometimes we have to do it, and, and even when we don't feel like it, and then the feelings come later. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, that's really important when it comes to gratitude and mm-hmm. just expressing thankfulness. Stacy, one of the things I know that... Um, you've done and we've talked about before is you've written a book and one of the things I think you write about in the book is is some of these very principles of, of um, finding things to be thankful for, finding things and ways to express gratitude, finding the good in something. So maybe just speak to that for a minute about out of your experience of the book, maybe some lessons you've learned, whether you wrote them into the book or things you've learned even through that process that, that have been helpful to you. Sure. Well, I think first of all is one thing is, is that I wanted to be able to write a letter and refer back to it perhaps when I felt better. And it's really important for me to write down and, you know, maybe you journal or different things like that. Maybe you take notes on napkins like we have so for so, so many years, Doug and I have done that, and be able to refer back to them. Um, for example, um, the letters are very raw. This, the book is 30 letters to, to a friend. And um, the friend is whoever has picked up the book to read it. And in that, I have often written out of not feeling well at all. My hardest days sometimes have been days where I've been able to write the most or the most effectively and really feel like I'm in touch with what's going on in my mind, in my heart, in my spirit. And so I've written those down because I think if I have felt that way, what if you have too? Or what if somebody in your life has? And maybe you can't identify with that. And one of the things that, one of the reasons I wrote the book was because I wanted you to be able to maybe get inside my mind since I've opened that door and let you hear what's going on in my mind so that maybe you can identify with that person in your life or in your community that you don't understand. When we don't understand something about mental illness or an addiction or anything like that, there can be a wall that separates us from community. And that wall doesn't have to be there. So what I wanted to do was eventually put the letters together Um, that I wrote even before I went into the hospital for treatment when I was very sick and let myself see the progression and the progress that I was making on the days that I couldn't see it. But I also wanted to be able to say, you know what, if I want to start the conversation and God has um, really helped me to do that, then I want to share that with people. I want to be able to help break that wall down with people so that that way that conversation can not only start, but that way, too, if you're waiting to understand to have compassion, here's a book that may help you kind of bridge that gap. Um, More than likely, someone in your family that you're going to be with in the next month, month and a half, has experienced depression or anxiety, maybe issues with food, even if it's not a full-blown eating disorder. Food is a very personal thing, thing that we don't really want to talk about, but it seems like on holidays, it's the topic. 
So what I wanted to do was write about these things so that that way it may give you some ideas of, of how to talk to somebody like me. Not that we're some foreign, you know, being, but it's kind of reminds me of when we lost our son in a late miscarriage. People often came up to us when we did um, feel like socializing a little bit, and they didn't know what to say, and I could see the pain and the confusion on their faces because they wanted to be there for us so bad. And I have been in that situation where I've wanted to say the right things or be with someone in their hurt or in their confusion or or just whatever they're going through in their transition from sickness into health. And I haven't known what to say. So if I could be that help to you in this book, that's totally worth it. Another thing that we included in that I wanted to include in the book was that our hope is not just some mystery, that our hope is in Jesus. Now, do I wake up every day and just go, okay, today's going to be awesome, and am I asking you to do that? No. This is not some fictitious illness, but I do want to challenge us to get up and say, you know what, God, I want to give today to you, and I want you to bring the joy that only you can bring into my heart and my mind one step and then the next step. And if I accidentally fall down, would you please pick me up? Because I really want to be present for the holiday season. I really want to be present. So those are just some of the ideas that I had um, and that have developed as we were, um, you know, approached about having the book published and us writing that and me me sharing my thoughts and feelings. Um, there was just a lot that came behind that, more than me just going, you know, I just really want to write a book and I think everybody's going to want to hear about it. I, I really am just trusting God that he will use those letters that I put on pages um, in order to help bridge that gap and also to bring comfort to you and to the person who you might be um, doing life with. Yeah. Stacy, a couple things just as you were sharing that 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 came to my mind um, that we hadn't even talked about before this necessarily was um, I love what you just said about understanding compassion and and, and making the effort to if, if we look to other people, it's just one of those those principles, right? If we look to make things better for somebody else, really we're the ones that, that end up blessed even more. It, the whole idea of it's better to give than receive. And one of the things I think that people can give to others around things like the holidays is that gift of understanding. And mm-hmm. if someone's if someone's struggling with something, sometimes one of the best holiday experiences can be, oh, not necessarily trying to live up to some expectation of tradition or ideal idealism that, that we've all bought into, but it's this idea of, well, how can I, how can I, be compassionate and give to somebody else. And I just had this thought and memory of, of a Thanksgiving we had years and years ago when we were just at the very beginning of this stage and, and kind of understanding the impact of the eating disorder. And we were with my parents and we went mm. to a restaurant yeah. um, to take some of the pressure off the meal. And, you know, the kids were young and they're all kind of all over the place. And we're just one of a handful of people in this restaurant. 
And it was very outside of tradition for what my parents had always done for, say, a holiday, particularly for Thanksgiving. Definitely, yeah. And yet we did it, and I think it made it a really special experience. And were they perfect in their understanding? No, but I do think that they had a heart, at least, to, to demonstrate grace to us and to learn and grow with us. Mm-hmm. So I think if you can do that for somebody in your life, in your world, it, it's you're, you're going to be blessed this holiday season, even yeah. if it doesn't look like what you always imagined a holiday to look like for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be special. And the other thing I thought, too, Stacy, was the importance of just writing some things down. Your book has blessed others, but I know it's also ble- the whole process blessed you because you wrote things and wrote out these, these letters and these stories. So for some of you, maybe even just writing that letter that goes nowhere but just to yourself, but wrapping into that, you know, some things that, we can, that you can be grateful for and thankful for. And I would just encourage you to do that because I think it's going to have an impact on you more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's ancient wisdom. There's ancient truths that come to us out of, out of the Bible and out of the scriptures. And, and one of the things that, that they talk to is that hope is often found by remembering back to the good things that have happened in the past. And so God would tell his followers in, in the Bible, hey, create these memories, create these monuments of, of gratitude and thankfulness because they're going to feed into hope for you for the future because they remind you of how God's come through in the past and God's going to come through again in the future. That's right. And I think that we come in our modern world can do that. Now we might not go build a a monument of, of a pillar of rocks as they occasionally did in the old Testament to remind them of something, but there may be some things in your life that you can, can build at least a mental memory or write them down or some sort of a, uh, just a, a kind of monument of gratefulness around. And what I think is going to happen in that is it's going to also strengthen and build your hope for the future, sure. whatever that looks like. So it's going to remind you, it reminds us when we do that, but it's going to remind you of, well, these are the, these is how, this is how God delivered. This is the good that's happened in the past. And maybe even if you're really having a bad day, it can remind you of the good that can happen in the future. So I encourage you to do that. Just one passage of uh, scripture as we close out for today. It comes out of the book of James in chapter 1. And Stacy, I know that we, we refer to this a lot, but it says, Count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Mm-hmm. And so we can be thankful even for the trials, even for the trials of mental illness. No, we're not thankful for the disease itself, but we can be thankful for what God is working in us. And God and Stacey, I just want to say, as we close today, I'm thankful for what God has done in your life through the holidays. Holidays have been a really difficult season at times in your journey. And I'm thankful um, for how you have let God work through that in your life. And, you know, it may not always look like what we always thought a holiday would look like, but we we get to celebrate together and as a family, and we have good experiences. And I'm thankful because um, I'm thankful you get to feel that way, but also the gift you give to our family of having those kind of experiences. So we are... Um, I'm really grateful for that for you. So thank you. I just want to say that publicly. Thank you um, for blessing us in that way. Y'all are every, you and the girls um, are every reason for me to get up on those days and go, you know what? This is for a bigger celebration, a bigger purpose, and just give one step to God, then the very next step, and 
and just realize that it's okay for you to not isolate on those days and to to make yourself heard and known by getting up and going, you know what, I want to be a part of whatever's going on today. I want to I want to be heard and I I want to be present. Yeah. And um, that way when you look back on that day, you don't go, gosh, I missed it. I missed it. I've done that so many times. I missed it. And uh, that's just become a, a not a faultless, but uh, still many faults on those days. But still, I'm trying. I'm trying. And you please try. Please just get up and try. And, and that, whatever that looks like, will be a success. Yep. Hey, everybody, we just want to wish you a, a wonderful, yes. as we look ahead to the next week out and this um, this Thanksgiving experience, we want to wish you a wonderful time. We pray that whatever you're going through, and maybe in some of the depths of, of what you experience over even the next few days and weeks with your feelings, with maybe feelings of depression or anxiety, we want you to know that, that even on your worst day, God doesn't love you any less than he loves you on your best day. And God's not given up on you. He's still with you. Yeah, we just want to share that with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, please follow along on all of our social media, Speak Out Loud podcast, Speak Out Loud. We'll be sharing some things over the next uh, couple weeks as we get into the holidays, some information about uh, new episodes coming out, as well as opportunities you have to engage with us. And we want to invite you to do that. Um, you can order Stacy's book, which she's talked about today, You Are Worth Saving. You can find it on Amazon if you'd like to get a special signed copy for you or someone you love this holiday season. Uh, we've posted about that on the Speak Out Loud podcast social media pages. There's some information on there about how you can get a signed copy, and we'd be love to, to get that to you to for yourself or somebody um, special to you this holiday season. So please reach out in that way. Uh, but we're going to come back with new episodes in two weeks. We're going to uh, take a break for Thanksgiving Day itself. But until that time, God bless you guys. We love you. We're thankful for you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. We love you.